Hi friends, my name is Annie Camps and welcome to the Queen of Communication. This podcast is centered all around helping you prepare for your next pageant. Whether you're a seasoned title holder or just starting out, these mock interviews, tips, tricks, and real life stories can help anyone become a better communicator and hopefully secure the title of your dreams. For episode four, I wanted to focus about me and my journey through pageantry and the Miss America organization. Now, when I was new to pageantry, I would often look at old title holders and their social impact initiatives, what they would wear, what they chose for their talent, and how they were successful in the same organizations I would have loved to have competed in. I started out at my local level in my community pageant, and so Miss America was a really big dream and goal of mine for very many years. So I wanted to talk about my journey, the trials and tribulations that came along with it, as well as some things about me that I think helped throughout my pageantry journey, and I am so excited to take you along with me. I think it's important to start with where I learned about pageantry to begin with. So I remember growing up in Woodstock, Illinois, I would always receive the mailing flyers for the Miss Teen USA and USA program. Now coming from a low income household that didn't have the best situations, that was not the best option for me and I often wrote it off as something that I would never be able to enroll in even if it did spark my interest every time I received a pamphlet. Fast forward a couple of years and my sister who was four years older than me, she had a friend who held the title of Miss Woodstock and was going on to compete for Miss McHenry County. Now, we had grown up doing 4-H and owning goats and chickens and all of that, but I had never found my own place at the fair to call my own. Every year it seemed as if we were going to the McHenry County Fair for Emma and her goats, and there was no real place where I found my home. So we went to watch my sister's friend compete as Miss Woodstock for Miss McHenry County. Yes, I know it's very confusing. Bear with me. tag along and it was the first time that I had actually witnessed pageantry in person the glow of the women how they simply glided across the stage the eloquence in all of their words and the poise that I saw that I simply thought was unmatched I was in awe The women on that stage were so incredible, including someone who I had known previously as my sister's friend. Um, And I remember turning to Emma and saying, you know, I wish I could be just like these women. I wish this was something I could do. And I thought that that was the end of my journey. Fast forward to the next year, my sister informed me that they had started open enrollment for the Miss McHenry County pageant. Now, open enrollment means that although you could compete as a Miss Woodstock, a Miss Crystal Lake, a Miss Huntley, you could also just compete as yourself without any town title around you. So my goal after watching this pageant was to become Miss Woodstock because that was my hometown. So I thought I might as well try and compete for Miss McHenry County, get a little bit of practice in, and then compete and win the title of Miss Woodstock that next year. So 
My sister enrolled me. I decided to go to the practices and follow through with it, even though it was incredibly nerve-wracking. And to be honest with you, I don't remember a whole lot about the experience. It was very many years ago. It was something that I didn't know to cherish at the time, unfortunately. So I only have two or three pictures from my experience and from the practices. And I only have one program booklet saved that has photo proof of my participation in my very first pageant. Um, So one key note to you listening, take as many pictures, videos, notes, and remembrance pieces as possible. Because this is going to be something that you are telling people stories about even if you don't win. I promise. So I go and I compete and I do not place at all. I do not win a single thing. In fact, this was the final year in which the County Fair Association had old bylaws and practices. So I didn't do very well. In fact, the pictures that I have of me on stage, my dress is a good five inches off the ground and my toes are just sticking out for no reason. Whoever let me decide to wear that, I don't know. But she was not looking the best. But that was my first ever experience in pageantry. And like people say, I was hooked on the pageant bug since then. And that's when I started competing for my chance at Miss Woodstock. The first year I competed for Miss Woodstock was in 2015. I did not make top five and I did not receive any other awards. I went on to try again for Miss McHenry County that following August, where I also did not place in the top or receive any awards. Now that next opportunity for me to compete was Miss Woodstock 2016. Now I had competed three previous times and obviously had not placed or received any sort of validation in that I actually know what I'm doing and that this was a good choice for me. But this final year for Miss Woodstock, I was so passionate about my community and about receiving this title that I even remember being in Florida, going over interview questions, locking myself in a room instead of being on the beach because this was so important to me. I finally competed as myself. I did a dance talent to Melanie Martinez, if you know who that is, and I won the title of Miss Woodstock 2016. I then went on to compete as Miss Woodstock for Miss McHenry County. I know that's very confusing, bear with me and was able to hold hands with my best friend Gia as she was titled Miss McHenry County 2016. It was incredible and that was a moment that I will never forget. And since then, I had to make a decision. I could stop trying for the title of Miss McHenry County, which was then my third try, or I could try one more time and see if I clinched the victory. And I actually did. I was crowned Miss McHenry County 2017, holding hands with my other best friend, Lizzie. And it was an achievement that I will never forget. After working for four years for this title, after hearing so many no's and being discouraged very many times, I had finally achieved my original goal and something that I had looked up to very many years prior to that and it was an incredible moment 
but I received so many no's along that journey and had to reevaluate why I was competing and the amount of effort I put in. Because I can tell you, there was a big difference between my last two years competing at Miss McHenry County. As Miss Woodstock, I had already achieved a goal of mine, and I had a whole year of service. So I was so thankful to receive first runner-up, but Miss Woodstock was my goal. That next year, I put my all into my onstage presence, the swimsuit competition we had to do, the um, essay speech that we also had to perform, as well as our onstage question. And I really think that made the difference for me. After receiving Miss McHenry County, that was when I would go on to compete for the Miss America organization. So I competed in, that would be 2018, and I did not win a chance to go to Miss Illinois. I competed in seven locals my first year in the Miss Illinois organization, and unfortunately got to watch all of my friends who I had made along the way go on and compete for Miss Illinois that year. Fast forward to the next year and I compete in the very first local Miss Springfield Central Illinois and Prairie State and I am crowned Miss Prairie State which is giving me my ticket and my chance to compete on the Miss Illinois stage. Competing for Miss Illinois the first time was absolutely a learning experience and although I did not place top 10 or win any awards there, I took so many lessons and learning experiences from that into my next year competing. So after I won Miss Prairie State as a local and competed at Miss Illinois, I competed again for Miss Kankakee and was able to win that local. And this is my second local in the Miss America organization. Then I was able to compete for Miss Illinois again, except this was held two years later, all thanks to COVID. So I had a very long time to prepare for my next time at state. Um, one of the biggest learning things that I will say um, is never overlook the small things, especially with being a master's student at the time. I was really struggling with paperwork deadlines and being on top of everything, and that stressed me out more than it really needed to. Um, so that's something that I learned, especially over those two years, of making sure that you're budgeting your time, even if things are changing dramatically. So that last time I competed at Miss Illinois, I still did not make top 10. So other than winning my small locals, I have not actually placed at Miss Illinois in the Miss America organization or received any awards, although I am incredibly proud of my performance. Now I say that because I think it's important for you listening to know that although I do have local titles in the Miss America organization and I have competed very many times, I'm not always successful and I don't always achieve the goal that I'm working for. Now, it didn't help that I was competing against 25 of the most incredible women in Illinois. Regardless, I still think that I did a wonderful job and I was proud of my performance as Miss Kankakee. So, after that, I was a little heartbroken, I have to say, for walking away with nothing. And it was really hard to decide if I was going to compete for the Miss America organization for my final year. 
until I received an email announcement from the Miss America organization stating that they were once again expanding their eligibility, which meant I now had two more years to compete for the job of Miss Illinois. With that being said, I dropped on jumped on the opportunity immediately and competed for the Miss Mississippi Crown 2022 title, which I won along with my sister Queen Allie, and now have another opportunity to compete for Miss Illinois in June. With the age increase, I will have one opportunity after that if I'm not chosen this year as Miss Illinois. So my journey is a little bit unconventional. I started in the town system, went to county fair system, and then went to Miss America system with a little bit of USA sprinkled in there. (laughs) So, although I haven't placed at my state title, or at my state competition, rather, I still have had an incredible time and have learned so much over the, goodness, eight-some years competing for pageantry. Now, there are three things, I think, that I embody as a person that have helped me through my journey in pageantry. One of them being my positive outlook and attitude. And I say that with a little bit of sarcasm, but it's true. In pageantry, we are signing ourselves up to be judged by five to seven random people in a matter of 10 minutes. And it's really, really hard to have a positive outlook when you're constantly told no or you feel like you're not achieving the things that you're working towards. Um, So having a positive outlook and saying, you know, even though I may not have won the title, I did a lot of work outside in my community and I really affected positive change. That's an awesome way to keep going and keep a positive mindset that allows you to return every year to pageants, even if you don't actually win the said pageants. The second thing is having a hard skin. And that's kind of bittersweet, but I say it because everyone is going to give you notes and you should take notes. This is a learning experience. If you were incredibly perfect at the job, you would already have the job, right? So you have to have thick skin when getting comments because none of them are attacks. They are simply ways that you can improve. And I had a really hard time with that, realizing that just because someone said I walked weird didn't mean that I had a problem, maybe just that I needed to fix something on stage. And after being someone who has coached many girls, I realized that having a thick skin and taking notes and corrections for what they are and not internalizing them is a really great way to be uh, effective in pageantry and being effective title holder. And finally, the last thing is to really evaluate your mental health. Now, me as a person, I really care about my vibe. I don't like when people come up in the room, start messing with the vibe, bringing bad chi all around, like I said, with all the positivity you need to be in a good mental space. So I, over the years, have been able to take a step back and say, hey, this isn't going very well. I need a minute to realize why I do pageants, what my purpose is, and to take a break and to reevaluate my mental health. 
And that is something that I see a lot of title holders struggle with that I never knew was something that I did well or was something about me that worked well with pageantry. But just realizing that it's okay to take a break because that may help you in the future and it also may give you time to think of some brand new ideas. So that was a really big journey and kind of confusing. You may have to listen to this over again, but I just want you to remember that there is no linear path through pageantry, through life, honestly through anything you do. And getting to your goals and achieving your biggest dreams takes time and effort and a lot of no's. But eventually, someone will put that crown on your head and you will look in the mirror and realize that all of the effort and time that you put in was worth it because you finally achieved your goal. Thank you so much for joining me for episode four of the Queen of Communication podcast. My name is Annie Camps and I'll see you next episode.